back with some more sports talk here on the penalty box. Like we said, season five. My name is Peter Camp alongside my co-host and producer, Mr. Jack Knowlton. Jack, how are the skies? Oh, the skies are great. And of course, we're back also with some fire music. Yes. Uh, I I took control of the aux. I plugged in my own computer. This is the Wii Sports Resort theme. If you don't know, then it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You got to play some Wii Sports Resort. Wii Sports Resort is so sick. We got a lot to catch up on. We do. We have a lot to catch up on. It's been a long summer. Peter, you have been, um, you have been, there it is. You just hear the ding? Yeah. I knew. That was great, man. No, that's great producing, by the way. Producer Jack Knowlton, by the way. Speaking of that, you've been doing a fair amount of producing, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got the opportunity to go back to my home town of Des Moines and work for the radio station there so I've done a lot of producing uh, for live baseball I did a lot of live baseball for the Iowa Cubs and I also worked with uh, Mr. Mike Wickett on Wickett's World ESPN 1350 Des Moines shout out Mike Wickett really cool guy really awesome guy great opportunity but uh, how was your summer man how were how was how was (laughs) how was Wisconsin oh Wisconsin was simply buzzing Um, we'll get into it of course I think we I think okay yeah. Since we're since we're gonna jump into it. Yeah. I feel like by the way, this is season five. This if you is haven't been five. if you haven't been keeping up, basically I have been clowning Knowlton these past <laughs> two years about the Milwaukee Bucks and about how they're not champions, about how Tyler Hero was possibly gonna win one before <laughs> the city of Milwaukee. Came very close. This is my official resignation of making fun of the Bucks. <laughs> It happened, folks. It happened, folks. This is kind of the catch-up episode, you know? Yeah. We got a lot of sports we missed out on, you know? Got to talk a little bit of, of course, NBA basketball, a little bit of Olympic talk, a little bit of NFL football coming up, NBA basketball, the draft. Got a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, I feel like this was important because this is kind of a staple of our show where I absolutely clown you <laughs> about the Bucks not winning. But the Bucks, in case you live under a rock, are, in fact... NBA champions beating the Phoenix Suns. almost said Philadelphia Suns. Phoenix Suns in six games. But um, we have our resident Milwaukee Buck here, Jack Dalton. Jack, how did how did you feel? I tried calling you that night. Yeah. I remember I tried calling you that night to make sure you weren't, like, dead from excitement. It was so <laughs> insane. But uh, how was – how what was it like? What it, was it like? It was it was amazing. I mean, you know, for those who don't know, the Bucks hadn't won a title in 50 years yep um they hadn't been to the finals since 1974 so it was a big moment for the city it was a big moment obviously for me um and you know for every other milwaukeean and bucks fan um if you had seen all the pictures of like the deer district and all the people outside the stadium i got to go for games five and six game six was insane Mm -hmm. um it was obviously just I, I can't I still it's hard to wrap my head around it. It still a little bit doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was super super exciting. Um, really happy for Giannis. You know somebody who wanted to stick with the franchise that took a chance on him in the draft and signed that extension and just it it was great to pay off or pay off for him and it was just one of the best feelings in the world. Probably up there. Top cut, top few moments of my life. It was great. Some of my favorite things I see when when teams win championships are this: the star player, kind of like finally relaxing, yeah. finally chilling, finally doing something funny. I remember when Alexander Ovechkin and the Capitals won it a couple years ago, and Alexander Ovechkin was the funniest guy. Like he went out to a public water park. Oh right, one of yeah. those like public, you know, with the concrete and the water shooting up, and he's going around playing with the kids over there, and yeah. it's just like, look at Ovi, man. And then he got Giannis the day after winning the championship, going to Chick Fil A. Yeah, that was really funny. He went to Chick Fil A and ordered like a fifty. Because he, he scored fifty. Yeah, he had the best game of his life when his team needed it. He did. That was an insane game by him. He did. It was and it was amazing to watch. I think even from an objective standpoint, just the. Sheer, I think it was a cool finals in general. I agree. I, I like. I mean, those are two teams that those players have never won a final. You want to talk about yeah. how important youth is. Those Every single one of those players had never won a final. Only one out of the entire rosters of the Suns and the Bucks have even gone to the finals. Yeah. And that was Jay Crowder, yeah. who went the season earlier with Los with, Angeles, right? No, he's with Miami. Or with Miami. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But I was looking on Twitter and everyone was upset that it wasn't like Nets, Lakers. I'm like, who cares? Nah, it was who cares? Yeah. Chris Paul going for his first ring. Giannis going for his first ring. That's fun. It's fun. That's fun to watch. It was great for 
just the sport, I think. Yeah. Those two markets. And all the respect to Phoenix. You know, as much as, like, as a fan... I, I would not have been it, mad if Phoenix won. Like, well, yeah, I mean... I mean, you would have. If it wasn't Milwaukee, I certainly would have cheered for the Suns. Yeah. I think. They're, they're a really fun team to watch. Chris Paul is obviously really, really good. He struggled a little bit in the later games, but a lot of those guys I really like. Cameron Payne was great. I think Cameron Johnson... Shout out Bulls legend Cameron Payne. Yeah. Cameron Payne, statistically, a few seasons ago, was one of the worst players in the NBA. And mm. look at him now. I mean, he's a he's decent a, role player on a... He's a great bench player to get. Yeah. On a on an almost championship team, mm-hmm. um, Aiton has developed oh very very well. Yeah, very very well. Probably, would you say top ten center? Yeah, top yeah, ten. I would. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd put him in there. I'd have to think about who would be like around him, mm-hmm. but he definitely made a big leap. Him and like Julius Randle are probably the two. The Valley Oop. The Valley Oop. The Valley. That was a that was a great play. Yeah, that was that was genius. That was I had said I was watching it with. Um, one of our other friends, Chase, I had said that was probably the smartest inbound play I think I've ever seen. Mm. Um, yeah, the playoffs just in general were really fun. Yeah. Um, watching Luca take the Clippers to seven games. Um, the thing that surprised me the most was the Hawks. Yeah. Look at the Hawks. Oh, my goodness. Going to the Eastern Conference Finals with Trey Young trying to carry that team on his back. Another team that when the Bucks played them, it was hard to root against the Hawks. Like, I like a lot of those players. They yeah. were they're they're they have a really fun team. Um, I think Clint Capella's good. I think John Collins is really good. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have DeAndre Hunter back from yep. injury because he was hurt. Um, hopefully Cam Reddish can finally stay healthy. They're I mean they're a they're a super super fun team to watch. I think. Oh yeah. You know. That's uh, that that'll be it'll be interesting to see if they can make it back because it's gonna be a competitive Eastern Conference. It is going to be a competitive Eastern Conference, and I think another thing, if we're just on the NBA talk, yeah, I think the draft, the draft happened. The draft the, did happen. The <laughs> draft did indeed happen, and so far, I don't know. It's been cool. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been interesting. I think I kind of I got really into the draft. I love college basketball, so I like seeing. You know where some of those players fall, and then I watched a, I watched a good amount of the summer league, mm-hmm. um, mostly because I had to watch my guy Jordan Wara for the Bucks. He balled out. Mm-hmm. He balled out for them. But um, yeah, some of these rookies are really really exciting. Obviously, Cade Cunningham was pretty much the unanimous number one overall pick, but he for me wasn't the story that much in no. the summer league. And and he was a guy who just shot a lot. Yeah. And granted, the Detroit really needs everything, but it'll be interesting to see how he kind of gets his game going you know because for the most part it was kind of like him taking it shooting a three or trying to drive in for a bucket I mean he's a great scorer don't get me wrong but I feel like that's kind of all he does yeah I mean I don't think he was you like I think he's saving his best for when the season actually starts you know what I mean I think but a guy who I think was totally showing out in the summer league was the second pick Jalen Green he is a bucket Mm -hmm. um just a flat-out score I think he's yeah, I think he's going to be great. Um, yeah. You know, based on the Summer League alone, I'd almost give him pretty good Rookie of the Year odds just because I know, you know, the NBA loves scoring. Yes. I think he's a guy that can just score the basketball. I think Cade Cunningham is probably the better prospect long-term, mm-hmm. but I could see Jalen Green making an easy case for the Rookie of the Year. I think he'll work great in the in the Rocket system. Obviously, they're rebuilding. They, he can totally be a franchise guy for them. Absolutely. Um Couple other picks. Obviously, the Raptors at four. They took Scotty Barnes instead of Jalen Suggs. Yeah. If you saw that, I don't think it's as bad as people are making it seem. Obviously, you know, with them losing Kyle Lowry, you think, oh, Jalen Suggs, um, former future Iowa Hawkeye, Jalen Suggs. He was going to be. <laughs> he was going to be. Don't forget that. Yeah. He did get recruited to play football at Iowa. He not only got recruited, he got offered full ride. Yeah. And he started to play basketball. Gonzaga. What Gross. A, what a terrible choice. Speaking no. of hot guys, thank you for bringing it up. Luca Garza had a great <laughs> summer league. We're just league. diving all the way down, <laughs> all the way down to the second round. <laughs> no, we can talk about that later. But Luca Garza, I, I hope he proves the doubters wrong because he was, I believe, the lowest wooden award winner selected. Fifty-four. Ever. Fifty-four. Um, I wanted him to slip two more picks because he would have. It might have been like four more picks, but I wanted the Bucks to take Luca Garza with their second round pick, but. Yeah, going back up to the to the top of the draft, um, I think there are a lot of people who are really high on Jalen Suggs. You know, the thing I always hear talked like talked about him a lot is just his leadership. Leadership. Oh, he's you know, they they draw back to his 
playing quarterback a lot. They're like, he was a quarterback. Yeah. He knows how to be a leader. He was a leader as a freshman in Gonzaga. You know, all of this, all these. But you're not know, high on him. I'm not. I, I, I go back to like, okay, being a leader, having those intangibles is obviously really important. And I would argue even a little bit more important than just stats. But for me, like, I don't think this slander to the Raptors is as warranted, considering they took a guy like Scotty Barnes at four, who I think is going to be a great player in a couple years. Mm-hmm. Like, if they didn't think Jalen Suggs was their guy, I don't think he was necessarily a can't-miss kind of, you know... I don't think people are... I don't think we're going to look back and say, oh, the Raptors really It's not going to be like a Steph Curry moment. Yeah. Where the Timberwolves decided to go with Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Flynn. Flynn as opposed to Steph Curry. No, I... I Jalen, Jalen Suggs... Didn't have phenomenal numbers in for Gonzaga in the regular season, which, you know, it doesn't help when you're on the team with like Drew Timmy and they had Corey Kispert too, mm-hmm. who had been there for longer. Yeah. But I don't know. Part of me thinks part of me thinks if he doesn't hit that shot against UCLA, people would not be nearly as mad at the Raptors for passing on him. Probably. I think I think tournament hype is a very real thing. I think it is a really real thing. But like that's the the one I always go to is the Bucks picking Dante DiVincenzo after he dropped thirty in the national championship game. Yeah. Dante DiVincenzo probably wouldn't. Granted, it's it's worked out pretty well. He's their starting two guard now. Mm-hmm. But you know, it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know if tournament hype is all that. I do not blame the Raptors for picking Scotty Barnes over Jalen Suggs as much as I think a lot of other people tend to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Where do you where do you see? Do you think do you think he'll work on the Magic? Well, the last time they picked a point guard in the lottery, uh, he's now in Philadelphia. No, he's no, he's in Orlando. Well, they had Cole Anthony. He, I what mean, am they, I thinking of? I'm thinking of Markel Fultz. Fultz. I'm thinking of Markel Fultz. Fultz. I'm just the... probably thinking that because he's on the Magic and he was a top, number one pick. Yeah, he was. But I think you. I think you're right. I feel like once a player catches a buzz in the, that's why I thought Dante Divincenzo was going to be a huge bust mm-hmm. because he had one good game in a championship game, and I was like, cool. What did he do before that? What did he do outstanding before that? And Jalen Suggs is a guy who can go out and hit shots and a guy that can really like energize an offense, but I don't feel like he's, like you said, no one's going to be like, dude, why didn't you take Jalen Suggs when you had yeah. the opportunity? Because he's not you know, that amazing of a player. He's not yeah. that kind of generational talent. He's not that standout guy where he's like, oh, wow, I can't believe, you know? But yeah. I think you hit it right on the nose in terms of just it's not like he's worlds better than Scotty Barnes. I don't think so. It's not that it's not like he's he's towered over Scotty Barnes. He's just a guy that can make exciting plays and he showed it in the NCAA championship, but that doesn't mean that it translate over to the NBA that well. Yeah. And it's weird because I kind of, you know, I'm going back a little bit on what I'm usually scouting players. I kind of like to look at, oh, he's a good leader, he's a good locker room guy. All this, like, is like so you're a big personality guy, yeah. But and Jalen Suggs has, you know, from all the reports I've seen, a great personality in terms of an on the floor presence and a locker room guy. Mm. But for him, for some reason, I like to go back to just his numbers. I don't think like just hyping all of that up necessarily puts him over the Raptors, at least considering and then taking Scotty Barnes. The Raptors also are a team that knows what they're doing in terms of player development, yeah. I mean. They're really good at it. It's kind of a notorious thing for them. I mean, look at Siakam. You look at like OG Ananubi mm-hmm. um, for them now. I think I think the Raptors will be just fine. But I don't think Jalen Suggs is definitely is necessarily a bad pick. I just no. think it's weird how focused people are. I'm like, he played football. He knows how to lead an offense. Like, <laughs> I don't know. He uh, got an A in math class. Right. He knows how to do math right. on the field. It's like, well, you're playing basketball, and it's. You know, you still have to be a leader, but it's a little weird for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Josh Giddy at six to the Thunder. I've heard that something. It depends on who that's you something ask. of a pick. Yeah, um, I know my good friend Luke Magnanti is very high on Josh Giddy. He likes him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think number the number seventh pick, Jonathan Kuminga to the Warriors, is a. I'm I'm a big Kuminga fan. He's been really good in the summer league. What's his nickname? We can't say it over the air. Anyway, <laughs> um, but. He's like he's really raw, but he's just super athletic, and I think once he kind of adjusts to the NBA speed and stuff, if he finds his his niche and his role on that team, he can be really good. Yeah, um, I think that's I think he 
He and uh, Moses Moody, or as uh, Mark Spears like to say it, Mo- Mo- uh, Mo- Moose. No, it wasn't Mark Spears. It was K. Perk, Kendrick Perkins. Oh, that's right. It was Kendrick Perkins. He, Mo- yeah, Moses, 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 Moses Moody. Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins was struggling with Moses Moody's name, which, mm-hmm. to be fair, is a little bit of a commentator's nightmare when you're trying to say fast. I mean, oh, it's eh, actually, I don't know. Moses it's Moody. Kinda, it's kind of easy to say. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Kendrick. I'm sorry. Um yeah, they. But I think, I think the, the Warriors, combination of that two, Steph Curry plus Clay Thompson coming back, is why I think people are so high on the Warriors this I, year. I am high very on the Warriors so. this year, as opposed to last year. I guess the last few years they've had two lottery picks. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they they definitely hit. I was I kind of I was a guy who thought they would trade at least one of those mm-hmm. one of those picks because um, I thought they maybe would try and surround Steph and Clay and Draymond with an, like a fourth star. Yeah, but. It kind of seems like they're just ready to stick with what they've got, yeah, and and just load up Clay and and get ready to go. He's supposed to be back by Christmas, apparently now. I think I heard that. Yeah. So that's going to be good. Um, but yeah, looking at back at the draft, most Moody I really liked. I like James Booknight a lot. He went to the Hornets at yes. eleven. Um, I think, you know, they. Lost. I think he worked well with Lamelo. Yeah, he'll I work agree. really well with Lamelo. They're both really good scorers. Booknight. I mean, Lamelo actually is a phenomenal passer. Yeah. So. Boog Knight's a guy that likes to get to the rim, um, a really good slashing guard. Went to UConn. I wouldn't say he gives me Kemba vibes. The only reason he probably does is because he went to UConn. You told me that pick. last year. But he Do we have that on the show? I hope not, because he's not a sim. I don't think he's that similar of a player to Kemba. He's no. like an athletic slasher. Kemba's like a sh- kind of a shot creator, like shifty kind of guard. Mm-hmm. But Boog Knight, I think, could be a great scorer in Charlotte. They lost Malik Monk, so I think they're going to need some guard help there. Yeah, the one young player on the old man squad that is the Lakers. But and Kendrick Nunn. They have two. Oh, that's right. <laughs> they have two. People were mad that they didn't keep Caldwell Pope, so then they would have uh, Nunn, Monk, and Pope. And Pope because oh. it's like... <laughs> yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah. There's, a, there's a, um, a correlation there. Yeah. Um, most surprising pick of the lottery for me was probably Josh Primo uh, from Alabama. He oh, went he to went to Spurs. Spurs. I, I made two mocks. I think one I had him in the lowish 20s just because I don't think he turns 19 until like late October. Yeah. So he's super young, which I think. I think it's an upside more than anything. Yeah, it's it's an upside. It's kind of like the reason why the Bulls took Patrick Williams last year at three. Yeah. Because he's like barely 19. Yeah. it's a, I think it's a very Spurs pick. Like it's not. I'm surprised they didn't go with Jalen Johnson. Um, who kind of fell a little bit to the Hawks, which is another spot I really like. He's also been really good in the summer league. Um, he's a guy, Milwaukee guy, by the way. Um, I think he can be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, he had that kind of weird season at Duke where he like left the team. Yes. And people kind of questioned his commitment in high school too. He he went to he went to a high school in Milwaukee and then transferred and then transferred back. So he's kind of been he's had a little bit of like inconsistency. So hopefully. He lands in Atlanta, gets you know his feet under him a little bit. He can be really good. Um, yeah, I mean, were there any other were there any of the picks you you are a fan of? I'm not sure of picks, but I think when you look at summer league, a guy who played really well, uh, Cam Thompson from uh, LSU. You mean Thomas? Cam Thomas. Thomas. I thought I was getting that wrong. It's, it's okay. Cam Thomas actually re- balled out really really well. He did in the summer league. I think he played really really well. Mac McClung. Yeah. For the Lakers. Also had a really solid one. And I know this is bias. Oh, I know what you're going to say. I know this is bias. But all I'm saying is that Luka put up 20 and 14. Oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Luka put up 20 and 14 in the last game. That's good. Of his of the, of the summer league. Got signed to a two-way contract. He played really well. Good for him. He slimmed down a lot. Really? He slimmed down a lot. I think he lost a good 40, 50 pounds. Nice. But, yeah, those are the guys who I think... What? Wait. 40, 50 pounds? Probably not 40, 50 pounds, but like he slimmed down a lot compared yeah. to his college because the the big thing about him is that he's too big and mm-hmm. can't really, you know, run the floor. Yeah, I can't. So losing those 30 pounds. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and he'll be on the Pistons where like he'll get opportunities. They're not, yeah. I mean, the only reason they'd get into the East playoff picture is just because if the rest of the bottom of the East is just terrible, but. Mm-hmm. You never know. That could very well happen. But Cameron Thomas, I really liked him at LSU, and he is looking scary. He's looking great for Brooklyn. Yeah, and as someone who's a fan of a team that is going to be rivaling the Nets in the playoffs, Cameron Thomas is a piece. Like, he's not going to be sitting on their G League team no. for very long, if at all. 
And I've seen him interviewed, too. He's someone who he wants to play. He does not want to be sure. a two-way guy. He said, you know, I'm going to take this this bench spot. And, you know, they need a scorer off the bench. They lost Landry Shamit to the Suns, who I think I think that's an underrated loss for them. But Cameron Thomas can certainly make up for it. He is just a pure scorer. Um, but I agree with you. I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. For sure. And Luca, yeah, I hope the best for him. I hope he gets some... Some t- maybe some PT. Had to get a little year. bit of Luca in there. Oh yeah. Had to get a little no, bit of Luca. You, you can't not. Joe Wieskamp too. He was looking pretty good. Joe Wieskamp did also look very good. Also plays for the Spurs. He got drafted, right? Yep. He did. Good for him. Good for him. He got yeah. He got drafted before Luca. Yeah. Very interesting. Um. Oh, and then one more. I'll 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 say before you know, we go on to whatever else. Uh, another Hawks pick. I think the Hawks are another team that aced the draft. They got Sharif Cooper with the 48th overall pick. That was the another one I that was is, forgetting. That is the steal of the draft, mm-hmm. I think, right there. Um, he had a game winner, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. He did have a game winner um, in the summer league. And it's just someone who, you know, obviously we're Mizzou guys. We watch Auburn closer than a good amount of people do because they're a conference rival. Yeah. I remember that Sharif Cooper game. I was so mad Mizzou. at Sharif Cooper. He poor Mizzou I was so upset how much he destroyed us and I know like you can can say whatever it's only one game it's against Mizzou Mizzou was a good basketball team last year and they had Drew Smith who also got a summer league deal and is one of the better defenders in college basketball last season yep Sharif Cooper tore him to pieces yeah that dude is ridiculously good the main thing he needs to develop is like a consistent three-point shot he looks a little bit uncomfortable from beyond the arc but he's young and obviously he didn't – I think him not playing at Auburn because of those – he had the weird – I don't think it was an academic thing. It was just like a weird eligibility, like mess Was it up. age? I don't remember what it was, but he wasn't allowed to play for like half the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they got Sharif Cooper, and then JT Thor from Auburn is also very solid. I know a lot of Bulls fans wanted JT Thor. JT Thor is good. JT Thor, but the Bulls fans ended up with Ayo. Ayo. Also, also not a bad pick. I yeah. think a guy – Playing in his hometown, and we can get into this in a second, um, is helpful. But yeah, but yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Sharif Cooper. I think for sure, he's for hit. sure. Well, that was a great him. 25 minute segment about basketball. That was. That was a very fun segment. We're gonna kick it to a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit NCAA football, a little NFL football, plus our very special guest sitting in the penalty box for the first time, season five, woo, woo. season premiere. Don't go away. Penalty box, KCOU 88.1 FM, Columbia. And welcome back, everybody. The Penalty Box on KCOU. We hope you enjoy your elevator ride. <laughs> we hope you're enjoying your elevator music. No, this is, uh, if you can sense a theme here, this is the We Shop Channel music. <laughs> it's a great song. It's pretty groovy. I can't lie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what? I'm excited. What? Well, oh, you're I'm excited. excited. Oh, you kind of scared me there. I'm not going to lie If to you know me, you know that my favorite sport of all time is college football and it's back you do like this football. saturday i also like college football this saturday is college football time i have been waiting since the first i only say i've been waiting since january since football since college football you, ended for college football to, to come me back you've been waiting for 6 months to watch illinois and nebraska play you, each other you know what football? it's almost at this point kind of like the hall of fame game you know yeah. the hall of fame game is terrible it's rough to watch. It's bad football, but at the end of the day, it's football. It's football, and you watch it because it's the first time you've been watching it in four to five months. And it's at this point, you'll take any football over no football. I'm you, not going to lie. You know what I mean? I'd probably take a couple other sporting events over Illinois, Nebraska. Yeah. I will probably be watching like the Premier League and stuff oh, like that. <laughs> I thought you were American. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. They're both so bad. They are bad. <laughs> They're so bad. But I get what you mean. The there's some UCLA Hawaii could be fun. It could be interesting. That's a game. It's a, it's gonna be an interesting one. I mean, that's probably the only two that people are gonna watch. The night game. The night game is UTEP at New Mexico State. Oh boy. And Southern Utah at San Jose State. We can get those game tickets for twelve dollars. <laughs> 
Fun oh, fact. Gosh, really? You want to go? Fun fact. No. I'm taking this. <laughs> you want to go to UTEP? Listen, I'm excited for college football, but I'm not that excited. That's fair. For, That's fair. for that game. But I don't mean to. I don't mean to butcher your enthusiasm, Peter. College football. We're in for an interesting season, I think. What I love is uh, the oh my goodness, <laughs> non-conference games. Yeah. There's a yeah. lot of great non-conference okay. games. That coming is going up. under the radar. I don't think people are appreciating like these the the Georgia or not Georgia the. Well, Georgia Clemson. Georgia is one Clemson's of them. a huge one. Uh, Texas Louisiana. That'll mm-hmm. be a fun game. Um, there's a bunch more. I Miami agree with you. Alabama is a big one. Yeah. We already said Clemson Georgia. What else we got? LSU UCLA could be interesting. Notre Dame Florida State could be interesting. We got a lot of fun college football coming up. Yeah, fun. Because usually week one, it's like it's you know a, Wisconsin against Bowling Green. Bowling Green. They always play Bowling Green. Bowling Green. That was a series for like four straight years. I remember uh, they played Bowling Green literally mm-hmm. every single year, and it was like sixty-three to nothing every time. Yeah, it's teams facing pow- group of five teams like Northern Illinois mm-hmm. and like East Michigan and Temple. LSU, UCLA. I already mentioned that one. You did? Oh, yeah. sorry. It's okay, man. Notre Dame, Florida State. There you go. I think I said that one. That's low key not that good of a game. Texas A&M, Colorado. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, there, there's gonna be some fun. Oh, ones. as I say that, Wisconsin faces Eastern Michigan week two. That's funny. Okay, well they play Penn State week one. Arkansas, Texas also could be good. Anyway, yeah. All I'm saying is that, you know, this is usually the weeks of like, you know, the the tune-up games. You know, the the small team going up against the big Power 5 team. But the now Mizzou we, Central Michigans of the, of, exactly. the, of, the, of, the, of the landscape. But we actually have some very interesting matchups. Yeah. Very interesting matchups. And I think, well, I don't know what I think. I'm just really excited for it oh, because, yeah. you know, it's something you don't really expect. And there's a lot of conference games, especially Big Ten. Week 1, Ohio State against Minnesota. We got, I think... Indiana, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan State, Northwestern. Penn State, Wisconsin's week one. Yeah. It's really it's really not something the Big Ten usually does, and it's not something that a lot of big schools usually do, but mm-hmm. it's here, and I'm honestly excited for it. Yeah, I I agree. I think, like I said, we're in for an interesting season. Looking at these rankings, Peter, because I know the AP is out, and, and what is it, week seven that the college football playoff poll comes out? Usually, yeah. Um, you know... What what have you have you looked at the rankings like a lot? Is, are there are there any teams that like have surprised you so far or like? One team that I'm surprised you? is getting a lot is Ole Miss. Ole Miss is getting a lot of attention, and they I are. think it's because of Matt Corral and Lane Kiffin taking over that offense there. They didn't get ranked though. They were they didn't. They, technically, they got technically 27. They were like 16 votes away though. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people put Ole Miss in their top 25. I really don't know what people are expecting of Ole Miss. I think they'll be okay. You yeah. know, I think they'll be mid-tier SEC West, which honestly is not bad considering it's the toughest division in college football. But I don't expect, you know, a tough old Miss squad to go in and take down Texas A&M and Alabama. But I don't know. That's something interesting that a lot of people have been, you know, eyeing. I also think that... um Ooh, what else we got here? Cincinnati at eight. I don't know how much better they're getting. I know they still have Ritter, their starting quarterback. Um, you know, as long as they keep doing the things that they do in the American Conference, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm they'll, sure they'll have a season like last year. I feel like. Yeah, I don't see a committee putting. If they lose one, it's over. Yeah, that's the problem. If they lose one, it's over. over. And I don't know how much better a group of five team gets after a season like that. Because yeah. I don't know how much better prospects they get. I don't know all of that. But we'll see. I honestly have no idea. We'll see how it goes. Iowa State, I think, is pretty right. Yeah. I think they're pretty right. Do they have a chance? Absolutely. But the problem is they have to win the Big 12. Right. I was going to say. They it's, have it's almost, to win the Big it's 12. Almost, do they have a chance? Well, you want to say yes because they are talented, but yeah. kind of no because Oklahoma is in their conference. Unlike Cincinnati, I think Iowa State can get away with one loss and a Big 12 championship to to make it in. But I think yeah, if they if they if they lose to Oklahoma and then beat them and then beat them in the in the 
Big 12 championship, I think that's their only chance of getting in. Right. But as of right now, I think seven is probably their ceiling. Seven is probably their ceiling. Yeah, I'm I'm curious about AM right above them because they're kind of the biggest risers. AM like. has a huge chance to get into the college football playoff. I don't think Alabama, and I think you've also said Alabama is not the same Alabama team as last year. No, I. And I think as long as they have, as our friend Jacob Infante said, a solid quarterback to ba- to follow up, uh, what was his name? Kellen Mond. Mm-hmm. I think that they have a legit chance of not only beating Alabama, but winning the SEC outright. I think they have a legit chance of winning the SEC outright. And if they do, that would be huge. Huge for Texas A&M. I yeah. think North Carolina, Mac, Jones, Mac, Mac Brown has turned North Carolina into a powerhouse. He I don't really know, has. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Magic. Magic. Mac, magic. And also great recruiting. I will I will go back to your to your A and M take because while I do agree, you know I, I the the take that I am laying down this year. One, Nick Saban hates being ranked number one preseason. Yeah, um, this is known because the last time they did, they didn't even make the playoffs. Right, he does not like being so. You know, there's that whole mojo. But I think in a more realistic uh, argument, this. Alabama team is closer to being taken down this year than it has been in a really long time. Yeah. And I think AM has the capability of doing it. And I really think Georgia has the capability of doing Georgia it. Georgia also, I think Georgia's winning the, the SEC East period. I think so too. It's easily. not like, well, yeah. Florida, you know, they have. No. 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 As much as I would love Mizzou to just have a Cinderella season of going to the SEC championship, I do just looking at the talent of that squad and looking at JT Daniels coming back fully healthy week one along with his great wide receivers that he has and maybe possibly sort of a Reek Gilbert yeah. depending on what's going on with that situation. I think Georgia is kind of the outright SEC East favorite, no questions asked. I agree. And for me, I have you might have A&M, so that would be because A&M are in the West, right? They're in the West. So it could be down to, to Georgia, our, A&M. our two favorites. I do not think Alabama is going to the college football playoff this year. I think I lean more toward Georgia. I think the winner of the SEC or the SEC will be either Georgia or Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to represent the SEC in the playoff. In the playoff? I don't think I think Alabama is going to miss it. Mm-hmm. So um, so you see you see Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yep. Okay. But I think Oklahoma's the best probably the best team in the country. Oh, so Oklahoma's number one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'd probably They have the best quarterback coming in. Right. I think as a way too early prediction, I'd probably go Oklahoma, Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um you have AM. I do have AM. I'm probably going to go Oklahoma one, Clemson two. Um I would probably put Actually, realistically, it'd probably be Oklahoma 1, A&M 2, Clemson 3, Ohio State 4. Okay. So similar. Yeah. But I think, I think yeah, I think this is the year someone catches Alabama. Um, but we'll just have to see. And then Notre Dame, of course, being 9. And either they'll be a top 4 team or they'll just be nobody's. They'll either be a top 4 team or they won't be ranked by the end of the season. You're correct. Because it's Notre Dame. Um. And then, the, uh, so, yeah, very, very curious. We'll have to see what happens with the playoff. Well, maybe we'll do, like, a full deep dive prediction episode, like, where we have the playoff and maybe every, like, the other New Year's Six Bowls or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll have to see. But the other big storyline, of course, Peter, in college football, today, mm-hmm. the the alliance to, quote, stabilize the current dun, 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 college dun, 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 dun. football Wish we had the Avengers themes pulled up. <laughs> yeah, we should have. The bad. Avengers of the of the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12 going up against the Thanos, that is, the, the SEC, SEC after getting Texas and, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma, which we didn't talk about. We didn't. It's we kind of just so gleamed much. over so that. That's we a lot. Need, we might need two, two need recap, two episodes. recap <laughs> episodes. There's just too much going on. We just on. totally went over the fact that, oh, yeah, OU Texas are going to the SEC, and also, you know, whatever. You're like, wait, what? So I guess just kind of to, you have to, you know, wrap your arms around a, a large number of stories here. What yeah. do you make of Oklahoma and Texas now joining? Um, you know, they're supposed to join in 2025, I believe. Yes. Obviously, you know, I think most people believe it's going to be sooner than that. Um, 
what do you make of that? And then now, as a response to that, the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 announced today that they will ultimately aim to stabilize or, quote, stabilize a volatile environment throughout college athletics by collaborating. So a volatile environment that is the SEC. Yeah. Collaborating uh, on issues facing the industry and agreeing to create a full schedule, future scheduling partnership. What do you make of those two situations? I don't know. This season has been insane in terms of realignment because yeah. Texas A&M and Oklahoma moving have screwed the Big 12. The Big 12 is in shambles right now. It is. It's either going to exist with teams like Houston and SMU and like North Texas, or it's just going to completely go and we're going to have the Power Four as opposed to the Power Five. Yeah. And as much as I, I love doing that, if you ever have college football games and you realign the conferences, I think it's great. But what's stopping the Power Four to becoming the Power Two? What's stopping the Power Two from becoming this big monopoly of just powerhouse football teams? That then no one else really challenges. Exactly. So in terms of that, I don't really know where it's going. I think at the end of the day, Texas A&M, Texas A&M, Texas and Oklahoma made the move because it's a lot of moolah. And at the end of the day, I think it's going to be fun. Honestly, yeah. it could be a lot of fun to see, but I think it messes with a lot of school programs that now kind of have to have to have these last second moves. But all I got to say is that Mizzou looks like geniuses now. Texas A&M and really? Mizzou look like geniuses they now really getting do. out of this situation what quick quicker. 7 8 years before it happened. Yeah. You know, I almost I almost don't think it's the best thing. I I almost don't think it'll be super fun just because you know, we saw this in soccer when those teams tried to form the Super League. I think... But that's... I don't think that's sort of the same thing. You don't Just think because, so? you know, at the end of the day, ACC still has Clemson. Big Ten still has Ohio State. You know, Pac-12 still yeah. has Oregon. They still have USC. But, I mean, uh, to your point, you had said, like, what happens if it, they just let it snowball into one giant mega conference? Yeah, it's, it's opening the door to just, oh, we can do that. Well, what if we do this? Yeah. And what if we do this? And what if we destroy the entire landscape of college football? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I get worried about is, is this going to open some sort of, you know, Pandora's, Pandora's box, box of, of chaos, which I could see it happening, but... I do agree that Mizzou and Texas A&M look a lot smarter for ditching the Big 12 yeah. before this all happened. Texas A&M, Texas A&M, Mizzou, Colorado, Nebraska, Nebraska, you know. Yeah, all those schools. So I, now teams like Iowa State, Kansas, TCU, uh, Tech. Tech, Baylor, now all have to look somewhere else. Probably. But, I mean, it's, yeah, they need, they don't have a, and that's the, I think that's the craziest thing to kind of, uh, that I like to go back to for all of this is this has been all about like not like this is a reshaping of conferences yeah. because of college football. And I think it just shows the power that college football has over the landscape of college sports in Absolutely. general. If someone wants to change where their football program plays, the whole the whole every other sport now also has to join well, that's that because conference. Texas and Oklahoma live in die by college football. Right. And I so think does, that was the big thing. And so does their bank accounts, right? Yes. So I think that's just the the thing you kind of have to to realize is, you know, for me when I think about like this being damaging to certain I think it's just damaging to certain aspects of college athletics. I think it might not pay as well for other sports to be in this situation that college football wants to be in. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's it's a whole different ball game with how much money is involved and and I don't know. I think there's a lot of moving parts that are kind of being overlooked just because it's we want to join this conference because we want our football team to be in a more competitive conference. Yeah. And that that to me is a little bit sad that that's probably all they're looking at. Yeah. But I mean, it's just a rough reminder that college football, no matter what athlete you are, end of the day, college football is going to be the one that it's people. King. Yeah. It's king. And, you and know, Texas is paying a lot of money to go six and six. Yeah. In a conference, could be worse than Mizzou. Exactly. I think Oklahoma will do fine. Yeah. Do I think they'll go twelve and zero all the time? No. Probably not. Depending on how conferences. It, they it is very fun to think about how those schools will fare. Yeah. Um, you know, from a college football standpoint. Um, but yeah, 
It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a while. Well, I'm sure we'll be covering it, you know, as we have more episodes and more development. Especially happen. with reports coming out of, like, Florida State wanting to join the SEC, Ohio State and Michigan reaching out about joining the SEC. Even Clemson has been talking about, about joining the SEC. Like, the SEC is going to be, like you said. It can't be called the SEC if they have Michigan. It's called just the Thanos League. Yeah, yeah. They have the Infinity Stones. For real. Of, of, of powerhouse of, college football that's teams. That's a very good analogy, Peter. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. If I was an English teacher, I'd give Thank you an you. A. Um, yeah. Any other, final, any other final things? Any other final? Um, what about Mizzou? Should we at least talk about them before we go to a quick break? Yes. Let's talk about Mizzou football. I'm excited. I am pumped. I'm very pumped. Very pumped. We, they had uh, three players make the preseason All-American. Yeah. Or All-SEC All team. All-SEC. Um, I think it was their center, whose name I'm blanking on. Basilak was all Basilak third team. Was all third team. The center was all third team, and uh, the punter was also all Grant third McInnes. team. Grant McInnes. Grant uh, McInnes. Harrison Mevis was snubbed. Harrison Mevis will be the best kicker in the SEC in two years. Yes. Um, I think he's great. I think I, he's beloved by all Mizzou fans. I agree. I also think that you know we talk about Georgia needing a challenger in the SEC East. Mm-hmm. I think it's not as concrete to say this year. But I'll put this down as a super long-term take. <laughs> Next season, Mizzou's going to be right there with them, I think. Recruiting-wise, recruiting wise, they'll be two to three years. I think it's going to From the off. recruiting they're doing now, two to three years, Mizzou is going to be up there. Yeah. I think this this is a team on the rise is probably the best way to yeah. summarize it. People have been seeing Mizzou as a lot as a sleeper team. But the problem is, I think we've been. I think we're going to be sleeping for just a little bit longer. Yeah. Especially seeing what happens with... Uh, uh, Who's that five star? Luther Burton. Yes, Luther Burton. Who it would be huge, huge for for Eli Drinkwitz and the Mizzou Tigers. Yeah, Luther Burton is a five star recruit who committed to Oklahoma, decommitted, and then decommitted, and he has two schools, and it's Georgia and Mizzou, and he's an East St. Louis native, I believe. Yes, he's a number one athlete coming out of Illinois. Yeah, so we'll certainly have to see. I'm very intrigued. But no, I think Mizzou has a lot of fun games. I think Boston College early is going to be a fun game. That's a tough test. That's I a think tougher Kentucky, test than people think. I think Mizzou and Kentucky are battling for third place in the SEC East. That's a fun game. Yeah. Fun. It's all about fun, people. Fun, fun, fun. Indeed. Yeah, and I think just, you know, from a subjective standpoint, I'm very excited to go to Mizzou games again. Mm-hmm. They're, it's, it's a great atmosphere when everyone's in the seats. I think uh, Drink has just embraced this program's culture. It's, it's why you got to love week one of college football. You yeah. know, even Kansas fans go out and get excited for college football week one because they haven't lost a game yet. Right. But <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it's so fun because the fans are always packed week one. Fans are always excited week one because this is the first time their teams are playing in, like, forever. Right. Since, like, December of you last miss year. It. You miss the atmosphere. You miss the vibes. It's going to be electric. Exactly. We'll have to And see. you can catch all those games here on KCLU 88.1 oh, FM. Well done. Great plug. Um, yeah, I guess with that, we'll take a little bit of a quick break. But when we come back, it's season five. The penalty box is back. You know what that means. We keep old traditions old. We keep old traditions old. We will have the penalty box for you. A special guest joining us here in just a little bit. Stay tuned. You're listening to the penalty box on KCLU 88.1 FM. Such a banger. It's so good. <laughs> this song is so good. Welcome back to the Penalty Box and KCOU 88.1 FM. Uh, Peter, you want to do golf, tennis, boxing? Uh, I'm a big golf guy. Oh, I'm terrible Gentleman at golf, sport. Dude. I'm terrible Gentleman at sport. It's a great... I'm good at... Well, no, I'm bad at it in real life, but I'm probably better at it in real life than I am at in the Wii, on the Wii. I'm probably better at bowling, as a matter of fact, than I am at golf, but I still love playing really? golf just because... The controls are so messed up sometimes. I just I just swing. I like tennis. I just swing for the fences. I like tennis. My Wii Tennis forehand is unstoppable. Yeah. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I can get it to like go to the very edge where like no one can reach it. Yeah. Um, so you cheat. But anyways, I don't cheat. I'm just <laughs> Cheater. good. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yes, we're back. And of course, that means we have to bring back everyone's favorite segment, the penalty box, which of course features a special guest every week. This man... Joining us today, oh, where to start? I don't know where I could start. Um, he is the host of his own KCOU show, which we don't know the time for yet. It's at eight to ten. It's eight, eight to, to 10. ten still on Fridays. I knew that. My bad. 
Uh, you can catch it on 8 to 10 on Fridays. It's a music show. So subtle. Um, so subtle. I've learned a lot about music in general on it. I've been on it. I probably had the worst probably playlist of any guests that he's had on. Um, but nevertheless, you can learn a lot about music, and he does a super, super great job. Very talented radio broadcaster. And our good friend, Connor McGovern. Connor! <laughs> Hello. Hey, guys. How are you today? Good. I'm good. Uh, thank you for having me back on. Of Beautiful course. intro. Jack, you're going to be back on. Don't worry. Yes. I kind of want to make Peter up. still needs to make his debut. I on still the need to make my debut on the roller coaster. I, I have some, like, as soon as I got off, I had other songs that I wanted to, to play. Yeah. So, um, but are you excited to be the first guest for season five? I am excited. I was very honored when you guys asked me today. And uh, I was like, yeah, heck yeah, let's do this. You've uh, been on before. I've been, let's see, twice maybe? Before? Yeah, we need to check. I, I strangely closed the tab. You don't need tab. to check the scoreboard. I remember. <laughs> no, we're going to check <laughs> no, the scoreboard. No, 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 no. I well, you know, we gotta be, we got to be legit about, about this. We have to you know? do our research. We are a professional show, if you haven't noticed. Yes. Um, we definitely okay. That being said, we're sponsored by no one. <laughs> we definitely don't play Wii Music. Connor, you've actually kept it really consistent. Since we started keeping track of statistics back yeah. in season three, yeah. um, it's like the NBA when you, you know, before 1970, we didn't know who had <laughs> what you scored on the penalty box. Yes. We didn't have that technology yet. Exactly. Okay. After season three. Uh, on September 15th, so this is your less than a year since you've been on, yeah. uh, you scored 19. Okay. And then you came back on for season four on January 26th. I don't know why I have the dates, but I'm kind of happy that I do. Yeah. You also scored 19. Wow. So wow. Lucky 19. Let's do it again. We'll have to see if you can beat it. The record... Tyler? is Tyler's the record, right? Um, I think Infante has the record. It is Tyler. No, Infante got 30, and then we ran out of questions. <laughs> we did the same thing with Tyler. I you guys were doing the, and then Peter I just have, went, it was silence, Tyler answered the questions, it was silence, and then Peter went, I, I, I ran out of questions. Yeah, I have next to, I have next to Tyler's, uh, or I have next to Infante's name an asterisk, and it says round to be replayed, so we'll have to get him back on here. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Connor, I guess, you know, should we just get right into Let's it? Let's get right cool, into it. Cool, calm, and collected. Are you excited? Are you nervous? You remember the rules, right? It's been a little bit. Yeah, you asked me a question. I answered as quickly as possible. Yes. Yes, and these are all icebreaker questions, so you know the answer to these questions. Yes. Maybe. No Quizlet usage allowed yeah, during the no exam. Quizlet. It's okay. I studied. Um, I don't need it. Good go. job. Yeah. Okay, ready? You got the timer? Oh, I oh, forgot about the, the timer. timer. Give me a couple episode minutes. One. It's episode one. one. You got to work out the kinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you watch the finals? Did I watch the NBA Finals? Yeah. Heck yeah, I did. Yeah. All right. Too, I'm ready. Too bad okay, the Suns didn't win. Anyway. Uh, All right. Ha, ha, ha. Three, All right. two, one, go. What's your favorite meal to cook and why? Uh, chicken because it's easy. I just put it in the oven and it cooks itself. Are you a morning person or a night person? Morning. What's your favorite in musical instrument and why? Guitar because I play it. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Dog. How many languages do you know how to speak? One. Popcorn or M&M's? M&M's. What's the worst haircut you've ever had? Uh, over quarantine, I gave myself a buzz cut. It was very uneven. What was your childhood uh, celebrity crush? Um, uh, Nala from A Lion King. <laughs> if you could see one movie again for the first time, what would it be and why? Uh, Blues Brothers. If you were an, a wrestler, what would be your entrance song? Um, Testify by Rage Against the Machine. Have you ever looked like someone famous? And if so, who was it? Um... Oh, that's a hard one. Some, some, somebody said I look like Adam Devine. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Parachute pants. What's the most embarrassing fashion trend that you want to rock? Uh, jean shorts. I own a pair. What did you name your first car? Uh, Lucy. What's the name of your current car? Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a late night talk show, who would be your first guest? Ariana Grande. If you made a movie about your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Uh, tragedy and Adam Devine. Oh, wow. if, you, if you were famous, what would be would you be famous for? Um, stick handling a hockey puck. What's your go-to karaoke song? Um, uh, the way you look tonight by Frank Sinatra. What would be your talent if you were Mr. America? Uh, stick handling with a hockey puck. <laughs> what would be the title of your idol biography? Uh, tragedy by Adam Devine. <laughs> Say you're independently wealthy and you don't have to work. What would you do with your with your spare time? Um, stick handle with a hockey puck. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, what would you keep? Uh, my photos, my messages, uh, and Venmo. What's your favorite magical or mythical creature? Uh, oh. 
And the sound that also is your alarm where you have to wake up for 8 a.m. class means the round <laughs> is over. That sent me into shock. Uh, Connor, I don't know if you broke the record for the overall score, but you certainly broke the record for using the same answer for multiple questions. <laughs> Stick handling with the hockey puck is apparently Connor's yeah. pure forte. And uh, Tragedy by Adam Devine. Tragedy, tragedy by, Adam by Adam Devine. Your autobiography would have a different person's name in it. Yeah, it would be written by Adam Devine. So it would be an autobiography. Oh. It'd you be written write. by me, but but then but then the so audio book the audio book would be voiced by Adam Devine. Yeah, audio book would be voiced by Adam Devine. There you go. Yeah, there you go. But great round. Did you count? Do you have his score? I, um, didn't, I didn't. We didn't. Are we counting the mythological animal question? I didn't answer it in time. Oh, so no. then we have twenty-three. Oh, hey. twenty-three. Dang it! I want a nineteen again. <laughs> our our audience member out there has is voicing his approval. Very happy. Um, Thanks, Luke. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Congrats. Um, let's see some of these jorts. We were talking about jorts earlier. I'm gonna wear them tomorrow. Okay. I'm, I have them. It's you know it's summertime, baby. We'll have to. There you go. The yeah. the bot will have to tweet out a picture of our special guest in his. In his <laughs> I'm glad you. Picked... Jack and I go to 8:30 classes. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you picked M&Ms. I mean, pop popcorn M&Ms is see, the greatest. See, I was just about to say. I was just about to Sorry, say. Sorry, I stepped M&Ms on M&Ms and popcorn. Like you, you popcorn, you pot and buttery oh. M&Ms in the mix. Say less. It's literally the best combo. Yeah, it's absolutely. so delicious. I can't. But by themselves, I I, chow, I would destroy a bag of M and M's. Like punish. You're you're preaching to the choir with that, like, my guy. Inappropriate. I love I love M and M's. We gotta go off the they're, air because that. They're so they're so good. <laughs> Blues Brothers. I've only seen it once, but it's it was really good. I liked it. I, I don't know. I've seen that movie so many times, uh, and like it's just I I say it's my favorite movie, and it is. Uh, and it's just me and my dad have a special bond over it. So I, yeah, and it's good music too. So nice. Yeah, nice. I just watched. This isn't at all related to Bruce Brothers. Not probably nearly as acclaimed as a film. But I just watched the movie Office Space. If you ever seen that, is, isn't it the movie you're trying to get us to watch? Oh, you guys have to watch it. It's so funny. It's so funny. It literally. It's I like, only know the scene where the guy smashes the printer. Yes, that's the best scene in the movie. It's just as somebody. Who's, <laughs> oh well, then I don't need to watch as it. As somebody who's always hated wearing like a shirt and tie and sitting in like a desk, it's like makes fun of all of that, yeah. and it's just so. So it's funny. the office. No, it's different. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the office. Then why is but half the name in the title? <laughs> There's Exposed. only two letters. You got him. All right. You know what? I'm doing the show with Connor from now on, Peter. You're, yeah, you're removed. Yeah, yeah. From what? The, no, I'm just kidding. So after one episode, after one, I made it through five seasons. Good I'd, be, job. I'd be the worst co-host of the show because I know, like, I watch sports, but I don't know it like you guys do. So Jack would just be talking, and be like, "What do you think?" He'd be like, "Yeah." You watch the NBA <laughs> Finals. That's all that. Matters. I do watch the NBA Finals. Chris Paul uh, turned off. Bobby lost him. Bobby, Bobby Portis Bobby, is my favorite person of all time. He's such a good guy. He's amazing. Like he, he I just want to be his friend. I do too. Yeah. I feel like I am his friend. And Giannis even though he doesn't it. know it. That was pretty cool after the after he won, like how emotional he got because he put in the work. But anyway. No doubt. Anyway, glad we got the last word in about the Bucks. Connor, yeah. good job. Congrats on your twenty three. You set the bar for the season. So hey, yeah. thank we'll you guys for having me back. It, of course. Uh, and I, I love this game. Any <laughs> any plugs for yourself you want to give, go ahead. Um oh okay, well thank you. Uh yep, I host a show on KCOU, lists radio station you're listening to on Fridays from eight to ten. It's called Connor's Musical Roller Coaster. My name is DJ Conductor Connor. It's cheesy, I know, but it's sticking. Uh it's great. And yeah, I'll be back with this Friday. Still haven't picked a theme yet, but I every show I pick a theme and I make a playlist around it, and sometimes I have a special guest on, and I'm sure Peter and Jack will be on this this Woo! season. Ooh. Woo! We'll try and give you good music, Connor. We we can't ever reach Connor's level of musical intelligence, but we can try our best. I hope you know my favorite song is "The Wheels on the Bus." I mean, so that is a classic. We're gonna be putting that on blast mm, for everybody. That's Every- fine. When Peter comes on and I tell him to bring his own playlist, it's gonna be it's "Wheels on the spider. Bus." Itsy bitsy spiders a banger. Um, row, 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 row. <laughs> uh, what's a twinkle, twinkle, little star? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. You know that that's gone too mainstream. You're right. That's too, twinkle, that's twinkle, too little too big star for you. Is too mainstream. I said no hits. I said no, <laughs> no hits. hits. I said no hits. Dave All Matthews right. Band, Deep Cuts Only. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Connor, for coming on. Next week we might have to have another recap. We might have to have There's another recap. There's stuff we missed. There's stuff we got to like. It's just there's a lot in sports happening. There's a lot in sports yet to happen. We're really excited to have another season with you guys. We love doing the show. And Peter, advice of the week. That's another segment I'm forcing us to keep. Um, make sure to low, mow your lawns. Mow your lawns. It's summer. Very it's hot. I know, but you got to keep that lawn looking nice. Drink so a lot. Of, drink a lot of water. Drink water. Drink a lot of water right now. It's hot outside. Yes. In Colombia, landscaping hot. is everything. Landscaping yes. is yeah. everything. I had a huge lawn. But your house value in the front yard. There you go. Exactly. That's what everyone sees. I live sees. by that. That's what everyone sees. 
All right, so mow your lawn and have a great week, everyone. 